Welcome back. This is part two of Let's Talk Anxiety and Depression. Serious, I will do that. So I, I like to I like to have balance. Life is about balance. But anyway, this young man was doing his shadow work, okay? The power of journaling. And finding ways to cope with anxiety and depression is key to your survival and the key to your um, success and your way out. Of course, you have to manage it because life is fucked up as it is. People always want to hawk and say, you're going to hell this bitch. We already here. What are you looking for? Like me personally, I do believe that there is a realm that us spirits, once we transition, go to. But it's not in the way that Christians portray, if you get what I'm saying. I don't believe it in that sense. To be honest with you, hell is here. And just to speak on it just for a second, people feel like you can't connect in the physical realm with spirits or spirit. You can, even if you aren't trying to, to be honest with you. You can sit here and be like, my great-grandma grandmama passed away. I'm about to go visit her grave and give her flowers, pour something for her, sit with her, ask her. That's ancestral veneration right there. People don't want to call it that, but that's exactly what it is. But I'll never forget. And I think I talked about this in, you know, one of my uh, older episodes when it's, uh, when I was talking about my um, trip to New Orleans uh, back, in, back in October of last year. But the Airbnb that we were staying at, that bitch was haunted. <laughs> Listen, that bitch was haunted. And it wasn't haunted in, I guess you could say, the quote-unquote negative sense. Like, there was still spirits that were lingering there from before we got here and I mean here as in born um and even someone that passed like who knows like within the last five years I don't know I just know that when I went to New Orleans if you are in tuned you know what you feel when you go to New Orleans there's no way you can't feel that shit that shit is is, is thick and you can cut through it okay and just to know that there were people that died there during Katrina, like literal bodies were freaking in the water. I'll never forget seeing that shit on TV. That broke my heart to the 10th degree. Like I couldn't process that shit. And to be in the area and see houses that still had that paint and, and spray paint on top of the roof. Listen, it's you can feel that shit. So... There's no way you can't feel spirit, okay? There is way you're going to feel them anyway. But back to what I was saying, as far as shadow work and, and journaling going and finding ways to cope, you have to find your way out as far as journaling is concerned. That's why I am a huge advocate on journals. That's why I have probably damn near like 10 journals on my website because not just because I like the art of it, because who doesn't like pretty artwork, but journaling saved me to be honest it saved me I used to keep a journal 
so often when I was a kid. I had like, don't know how many journals until my mom found mine and then I got in trouble and then I stopped journaling for a while because of that. That's a whole nother situation. But journaling literally saved me because it gave me a way to express myself, to to open myself up, to understand myself, to to connect the dots essentially and pinpoint where the issue is. Um, there is this, let me see. So essentially what I've found for me and just in general, like overall with anybody that journals, journaling helps you to reduce stress and anxiety. It helps to, you know, it helps you with gratitude and being thankful for the things that you have. It brings awareness to your actual emotions and what's really going on with your li- in your life. It helps you to identify and process what you're going through, your emotions. And it helps you to be able to figure out your issues. But not only does journaling help you with problem solving, it helps you with your creativity. It helps you with, you know, basically create new habits and setting goals for yourself. So that's why... I am a huge advocate for journaling, not just to heal yourself, but to manifest. Very key, very important. So what I saw in that documentary, I saw a young man going through his own dark night of the soul and looking for ways to be reborn, not just through his music, but through his pen. And the transformation, regardless of all the stuff that was going on, because listen, I do not condone domestic abuse at all. I don't play that shit. But listen, we all have a moment where we have to have what the Christians say to our coming to Jesus moment where we sit ourselves down and be like, you know what? This is not it. This this right here, this is not who I am. This is not who I want to continue to portray because this is not me. I don't like that person. I want to fix that. And that's exactly what he did. And unfortunately, you know, I don't know what else he was going through aside from his own personal issues, but he probably had some other things. I don't know if those people that ran up on him was people that he knew or what, because people can follow you. People are really weird. Or if it was just one of those random acts of violence where it's like, all right, well, you in the hood, we see you with a nice ass car. We finna come get that shit because that shit can happen for sure. (laughs) Let me tell you. But... Whatever the circumstances was, God rest his soul. I feel like he, and I looked at his son. I was like, that boy looks just like him, if not the spinning in an image of him. I was like, I wonder if he came back through his son. Who knows? Who knows? But I tell you this, it is not impossible. It is not impossible. But yes, aside from that, just to summarize the documentary and the things that he said and his thought processes and his mindset, listen, your words are spells. Your actions determine a lot of things in your life and how outcomes will be. And your mindset is what will it basically what will make or break you. So those three things combined 
is what makes a powerful manifester. If you can speak it into existence, if you can put in those actionable steps to actually get that shit done, and if your mind is set a certain way, you are practically unstoppable. unstoppable. So it makes me think, if he was sitting here, like as far as his, his passing is concerned, it's like, what if he didn't go to that dealership? What if his mind was like, you know what? I'm going through this right now. I might have to turn myself in. Let me actually sit here and stay and, and meditate and do these different things. What it's like a it's a lot of what ifs. But I will say this: when he said those things upon himself, now listen and don't get me wrong. Our ways are not the divine ways, you know, if you get what I'm saying. Like if it's already set in stone to happen, it's going to happen regardless of whether you want it to happen or not. But I feel like, of course, we all know spells, words are spells. So you want to be careful what you say and speak over your life. But I don't know. I just feel like it's just one big ass question mark. But let me just share a quick story and then I'm going to get up out of here. There was this time where I had my old car, okay? And this car, it was doing the percolator, okay? I needed a wheel alignment like a son of a gun. My, my steering wheel was shaking, honey, okay? It was shaking. And I was like, man, if I could just get it to a little bitty fender bender, maybe I can get it done for free <laughs> or include it. With my, um, you know, with my settlement, they could fix it for me. Child, don't, don't, now listen, that was a thought process. I did not commit insurance fraud. Let me just clear that shit right up. <laughs> I did not commit insurance fraud. Um, over and over and over because I was being a lazy mofo. Because I did not, and listen, it's not that I couldn't afford it. It was $600. I done ran into $600 600 different times, okay? I could have got that motherfucker fixed. I did not get that motherfucker fixed. And you want to know what happened? One day, and it was in June. No, it was in May. May of 2018. I'll never forget it. I woke up late, and I had to be at work. And I was in a rush and in a panic. I got to a stop sign and I thought that I stopped long enough before this person could hit me. Okay. Cause they was, they was, pew, they was going, they was flying in that little, that little ass car that they was in. Okay. They was flying. I stopped. I was about to say, so where, so where I was at, there's this, uh, there's a turning lane. Usually if there's no cars in the turning lane, or a little middle piece because it's, it's gas stations nearby and all these other places. Um, there's turning lanes for for you to get into those different places that are nearby. So I'm thinking, okay, I stopped long enough. I'm gonna get in this middle piece so I can go ahead and turn and go in the opposite direction because it, at that time it was starting to get busy as far as traffic is concerned. I must have crept out into the intersection to get into the middle piece, the middle lane, the turning lane, so I can merge my way forward, this son of a gun slammed into my car. 
into my driver's side. Thank God that bitch didn't flip, but every airbag there was deployed. Every airbag deployed. And I saw <laughs> I saw this meme. It was like, when you get into a car accident, do the radio still play? No, the fuck it don't. At least not in my car, because I was blasting. Whatever fuck I was blasting, that bitch turned off. <laughs> That's something going to turn off. And I was in a state of panic. I could not believe I was in an accident. The only other accident that I was ever in involved a big-ass deer, and that deer could have fucked my car up. It was in the same car, mind you. The same car. That deer could. It was a big-ass, grown-ass deer, okay? Might as well have been a goddamn moose, in my opinion. <laughs> and you know, moose is... And there's moose there's no such thing as mooses but moose are big they are huge okay they damn near seven feet tall that damn deer could have fucked my whole everything up but it just messed up my radiator and they fixed that i've never been in a car accident like that before i was so shocked and stunned but listen the power of your words watch your goddamn mouth watch your mouth when you say damn i'm broke as hell watch your goddamn mouth i don't use that b word in my house you watch your fucking mouth you go outside and you fix yourself you come back in that's what you do because we don't say that that we don't say the b word up in here okay if anything you are in between blessings okay it's on its way to you that's how we think and that's how we talk we don't claim brokenness we don't claim none of that shit because that shit keep you stagnant and that shit keep you in the place that you in that you're trying to get up out of okay so watch your mouth watch how you how you carry yourself be mindful of the things that you do because not just your mind and your words control your reality, but your actions do too. So whatever you put out, you get that shit back. So if you move them iffy, you're going to get some iffy ass results. And you can't be mad at nobody but yourself because you put yourself in that situation. So mind yourself and be you'll be all right. But thank you so much for listening and I will talk to y'all later. Forgot to add one thing here. So at the end of the episode, there is a Spotify that you can answer. So I have a couple questions uh, just to get the conversation started, just to see where everyone's at. Um, so please feel free to, you know, interact, connect. Let me know what you think about this episode. Let me know what um, ways that you use or have used to cope with your own anxiety and depression and how you've gotten out of it. Let me know.